Oh god. Uh, where do I begin? Well, so hi everybody. Welcome back to the Webcomic Relief Podcast. Um, jobs are hard and they're obnoxious and they're way too large for one person to handle sometimes. The reason you work at a company is because there's multiple people and not just one person. Um, so, uh, I, I think this, this is pretty well known between, like, Lhasa and I, but, uh, we kind of had weird, like, parallels with our jobs. Like, for me, um, I was kind of way working way too much. I had way too much on my plate, but I was the only one at the time who had the ability, the capacity to do it. Like, uh, I, I can't be too specific because, like, it's a lot of it's confidential data, but we're essentially, we work for like a survey group and uh, part of the steps we have to do is like, uh, we have to make the surveys. We have to check if the, if the, um, if everything's gone through correctly, we have to do quality assurance. And recently over the summer, uh, the last two steps I mentioned, like make sure all the reports are configured and like the quality assurance, that was all, that kind of cut combined into one step. And I wasn't used to that. And at the time, my team was only had one person who could do report configurations, and that was me. So for the I want to say like the two or three weeks before I went on vacation last week to Arizona, which I'm going to talk to later, um, I kind of had so much work on my plate. I was being way overworked. Like, it didn't hit me until after I got on that plane that I was... I was in the middle of crunch because I was the only person who could do all these. I was working. It was the first time I worked overtime at this company. Like I, I, I came back to this place and I only worked like around like 20 to five to 30 hours a week. I was pushing like 40 to 48 in like the last two weeks, just doing these survey generations. Uh, and, sorry, these report configurations, And I'm fucking, Oh my God. I was so tired. But the worst part about that is I had so much shit to do. Just five minutes before I got on this call, like my boss came up to me and told me that, hey, uh, we you have a lot of errors in your work. Uh, we want you to do better at this company. And I just had to flat out tell them, like, I was the only one who could do these jobs for you at this company. And I know you have a lot to do. I know it's a reality, but... These errors are going to keep coming if I have to shoulder all this burden. So we kind of came to a compromise like, okay, yeah, like we'll make sure everyone else can take, I don't, so I'm not the only one doing these anymore. So hopefully I'm not going to be as crazy going forward and hopefully we can go back to our, our regular scheduled program. But oh God, um, video games are not the only ones who get crunch. Sometimes it's just your job because people want to get a lot of shit on their plates. Uh, but yeah, that, that that was like the beginning of my existence. Uh, if you want to talk about what happened with your job or you want to skip past that, I can move on to what happened in Arizona. Nah, I, I, I guess I can cover it. Uh, so uh, it has not been like if you... Well, if I uh, you, don't say anything cool while I'm gone. Okay, we won't say anything cool. Uh, no. Pingus. I see your Snoop Pingus usual, I see. Uh, you can uh, you can always sub to the channel that way you don't get ads. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I got fired 
uh, from my job. Uh, I I wrote as much on 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 Twitter and on. Uh, I also said it at the end of the latest Welcome Relief video. That one is like a really tragic one to watch because in it I talk about oh I've started this job and then in the Patreon stuff I'm talking about how I lost it. Like that's how quick this this stuff happened. Um, it it's. It's not great. Um, basically, what happened was that financially the company wasn't doing too hot. Uh, they were working closely tied with a different company that was in charge of um, like sending entrepreneurs over to them. And there had apparently been some sort of breach of contract or something. I d I'm not too much into it. Uh, but it was really just a technicality or something that they considered a breach of a contract, meaning that they had half a million crowns that they just didn't get. And all of a sudden, they now had to to find this money somewhere. And because I was still in my trial period, it meant that I was the one who had to go. Mm -hmm. uh, it had nothing to do with me as a person nor my qualifications. And as of such, they have also said that once um once everything is, like they have the like figured out the economy and all that stuff they want me back again and actually like this week they are in contact with a a, a client where if they get these people on board then i am hired again uh so you know like Fingers crossed, but at this point, I, I, I hate to sound like a negative Nancy. I really do. I, I like to always try and be, you know, as positive as, as can be or something, but I'm just tired. I'm feeling, I'm feeling beaten. I'm feeling dejected. I am feeling just like walked over. So I don't have it in me anymore to really hope that like i i reached that point where like pat from super best friends would uh would go like why would anything good happen like that that that's where i'm at where i'm at right now i don't worry i'll get out of that spot but that's where i'm at right now where it's just like this is not gonna happen because why would anything good happen <laughs> you're kind of entitled to that feeling just because like you've been on a, a hell of a roller coaster like recently yeah. just dealing with First off, trying to get the job and like getting to the finish rug and all, finish line only to get the rug pulled up right out from under you—that's fucking bullshit. And I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, I'm and really, I'm really glad to hear that like it's an opportunity that's coming along that there's something to hope for. But I get the feeling like you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I was at a job uh, a job interview last uh, this Monday actually, so I had been like jobless or unemployed for a day and I was already at a job interview. So, you know, that's a little feather in the cap, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that now that I have worked that job that I worked for so long, oh, well, so long, it's just three months. Yeah. But, you know, when, when you work there for, for the period that I have, you start, you, you know, you start going in your head, this is what I can do. And this is what I really in, in enjoying to do. So when, you know, like you're, you're at a interview like this and they're like, oh yeah, can you do like search engine optimization? 
it is technically a skill that I have, but I haven't done it since I I graduated uh, university, mm-hmm. and and I cannot for the fucking life of me remember how you do it. So it's one of those things where it's like I'm feeling woefully underqualified because right now all I have done the, the the last few months is make videos make content and all this stuff and then there's been someone else who, who was good at the whole search engine optimization <laughs> so, so uh, I, mean, I have like the american interview like mindset where if you're offered a job you don't question it you just say yes i can do everything even if you've never done it before because one i've worked with plenty of people who've done that and you're either in one of two camps. You fake it so fucking good, you convince everyone that you know what you're doing and that you learn on the job anyway, or you're one of the most cocky people on the pl- on the block and you do nothing and keep asking everyone else to do your work for you. Oh yeah. Either way, it's still valid. You're still getting paid at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what's important. Uh, but... Uh, like at the interview I also did say like I, I can do that sure and then like sure enough like uh, when I start I will have to you know look it up on YouTube or something um, like just do anything so, uh, so so that I can relearn it real quick um, but o- obviously I'm, I'm hoping that uh, my previous company uh, finds the means to, to get me back that would be ideal, like, I feel ya. Honestly, yeah. I want you to get it as, like, a moral victory kind of thing, because, like, that place sounded fucking sweet, and you worked hard to get there. The only thing, you you weren't even fired for, like, being a bad employee. You got, you got essentially laid off because money sucks. Yeah. We, we were, actually, so, like... I remember they they uh, okay no no actually uh, scratch that I'm not gonna get into this because I think this is maybe a little you know yeah yeah don't don't fine, talk about that uh, I got more things to be salty about despite yeah, my work but, but 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 real quick so uh, that happened uh, a, a girl I was seeing dumped me and my grandma died so uh, that oh, was a, whole, a, a, a uh, it's fine. Oh well, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, so it's one of those things where there was a lot of things that just happened all at once, and uh, I also have a funny story uh, to kind of lighten the mood. But we will get into that after you you have told your story now. <laughs> okay, so uh, part of the reason why I was like overworking myself and like crunching was because last week I basically told everybody, hey. Um, I'm going on this vacation. I bought these tickets like, like, uh, like six months ago. Uh, I was not expecting to come back to work again. Like, cause you guys laid me off, but oh well. Um, I'm going to work. I'm going to Arizona to visit my friend so we can hang out and like putz around in the desert. Which by the way, I'm going to mention really quickly. Um, there's fucking animals everywhere in Arizona. Like, I saw more scorpions, big spiders, what? like coyotes. I saw like javelinas, which were the most striking thing. There's these little black boars that will fuck you up. I think they're the embodiment of that whole, I need a gun to protect me from 30 to 50 wild hogs. Because there's a <laughs> lot of fucking javelinas in Arizona. <laughs> you, anyway. you were looking at that going, you know what, gun control can suck my ass. We need, a gu- we need more guns. <laughs> we need more. L- listen, listen, listen. Like, I never understood... 
that fucking meme, what that was until I went to Arizona. Because those fuckers are everywhere. They're like <laughs> kangaroos. Like, if you hit them with a car, you're going to get a gang of those little little beasties up your ass, and they will fuck up your car. I didn't get to see it, but I saw a video of it on YouTube, and I'm like, damn! Little black boy, it's scary! <laughs> but, but, like, uh, yeah, um, I, I have dubbed Arizona as mini-Australia, because that's basically what it is. It's very hot. There's, like, big things that can kill you everywhere. And if you stand out in the desert too long, you'll just catch on fire, because fuck you. Uh, so it, it sounds like a good place to go on your vacation, then. Honestly? Like, aside from, like, you know, staring death in the face in, in his cute little beady eyes, uh, I had a good time. But the majority of the time, we just, we just like, spent in, like, Tucson... And, like, just going shopping and but going to, like, D&D stores and shit. Because uh, I went to visit one of my friends from my D&D group. Oh. And, oh my fucking god. Uh, something I want to mention. Uh, I, I, so, uh, quick little thing about me. I only recently got my license, like, at the end of 2019. Right before the pandemic start. So, I have not driven a car in, like, a year and a half. Even after I got my license. So, um, my friend doesn't have a car. They have their license. It's just they don't have the money for a car at the moment. So I did. So I had to get a rental. Um, I've never driven at night before. I've never driven on a highway before. I've never merged in a lane. I've never had to do a three point turn or parallel park. I've never wait, wait, had wait, to wait, fucking. Wait, 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 I never had to do a lot of shit. But what the in a fuck? car? Oh, hold on. Do you not have to do that to get your license? No, you do. It's just I at the time, I've I, I, like you do when you do it for your for the um for the thing. It's like very performatory. I've never had to do it in a real life scenario. Is what oh, okay. Yeah. So like like bar like I've done it in the past, but I've never had to do it. And first night, I'm awake for like. 14 hours between flying and getting ready to go on the flight and jumping from like a bunch of different connections because American Airlines can't just do anything quickly. Um, so I'm groggy shit and I'm doing all this shit for the first time. I'm kind of like learning on my feet, trying not to get hit, going 80 miles an hour on a fucking a highway in the middle of the night. I'm terrified I'm going to get pulled over by a cop. Oh shit. Yeah. So, but no, I, I basically had to learn on the fly, and now I'm pretty confident about driving. It feels pretty good, but also, oh my god. Trial by fire. <laughs> Trial by fire, basically. No, it's like, okay, no, you know what, Cloudy, like, you, you had a, well, actually, that's not entirely true. Uh, the week before I left, uh, my parents gave me a, they didn't really give me the car, but it's like, uh, my aunt has a new car now so i'm using her old one to drive around the place and we only just got like my name on the insurance and we got all the stuff de dealt dealt with like the day after i left oh that's cool. so yeah but yeah that's cool i finally i can finally like go outside and not get shot um <laughs> hooray <laughs> hooray but like anyway i had to trial by far my way on in the highway in arizona and Oh my god, I feel relieved that I'm still alive. I feel relieved that I didn't run over a javelina and they didn't, like, attack my car. Um, and I feel more confident as a person because I nearly died a couple times. It's great. 
But that's none of that is the reason why I'm being salty right now. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, last weekend, Halloween weekend, uh, I was taking the American Airlines because seven months ago they were the cheapest. And I'm like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? I said that out loud as I was buying the tickets. Oh, no. You cursed it. The, I, I cursed it. I, I fucked it up seven months ago. <laughs> You only have they, yourself to blame at this point. I only do because, <laughs> in my defense, how could I have predicted that American Airlines would cancel two thousand flights over the weekend on that particular weekend? <sighs> like, I want you to realize that I did not sleep since Friday night because I was supposed to go to I was supposed to go on the plane. Very early in Friday morning, I was gonna mm. like I had to like get back the rental. I had to check out of the hotel. I had to go make it to the flight. I had to drop my friend off at her dad's house, and all this time I'm just like, wait, what do you mean that my flight's been canceled? And then I said another, I said another, I get another flight, and then I get another text message: my flight's been canceled. And then I rebook it again. And then two hours later again, my flight's been canceled. All of Saturday was just me trying not to have a panic attack. Because uh, I'm out of the hotel. I just returned my um, uh, my car. My friend's at their dad's house. I'm getting on the flight. And then I get told my flight's been canceled. And I have to walk my start. Well, first off, I'm actually in like the parking lot, like w- sitting online for four hours on the phone, like on it, like on a really rinky dinky charger, waiting for them to call me back and asking for like a for like a hotel night stay because I can't afford it because all my money went to the fucking ticket. And uh, they basically said, "Oh yeah, okay, we'll get you a hotel night hotel night stay." Thank God that was not fucking canceled. Uh, that's, that's something but at, at least. I know. So, like, I am in the hotel. I set up another thing. And I wait another... So, and, like, I, here's the thing. I, I I was going through this cycle constantly over the weekend. And all, all of Saturday was just me doing that. Just waiting on the phone. And then getting... And then once I have something, everything set up, everything was canceled. Now, uh... I get I get two calls pretty much quickly back to back out of serendipitously like a miracle on I want to say like between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. in in that hotel room because I have not slept at all because I've been trying to make sure I get something done. Yeah. Um, so I call up American Airlines and they do this weird thing where there's like, hey, uh, OK. I know we signed you up, but I'm looking right here that your flight's been canceled already. So here's what I'm going to do. I have this flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Boston, Massachusetts. And I'm like, I do not have a car. I can't make it to there. It's a 48 hour walk and it's a two hour drive. Uh, Can you do something else? I was like, okay, I'm not going to take this off. You're going to keep this, this one airline that keep that, keep that one in mind. Phoenix of Boston. Even though you can't do that and you're stuck in Tucson, I'll take you to another airline and they're gonna take you from Tucson to Boston on Wednesday, 
No, actually, I'm not sorry, sorry. They told me it was that night. Uh, that They told me I was going to go today. Mm. And then I call up that other airline, and they asked about my reservation. And they said, oh, yeah, you're leaving on Wednesday. And I'm like, fuck! They did it wrong! <laughs> so... I'm kind of fucked because uh, I can't stay until Wednesday because the voucher only lasts for one night. Yeah. So, and I asked them, can you do me a favor with the voucher? And they said, oh, sorry, that's not our jurisdiction. You have to ask your old airline. Okay. So I go back to American Airlines. And I've been running back and forth with them. I've been on the phone with them six times and I've had it canceled six times. And the one thing they tell me that's good that they, they even though they weirdly gave me two airlines for no reason, this one from Phoenix to Boston and this one that was supposed to be today from Tucson to Boston turned out to be Wednesday. I go back to American Airlines asking, hey, um, I got a vouch. Like, can you guys do me a solid and let me stay until fucking um, Wednesday? Because I do not have the money. I'm kind of borked right now. Can you, is there anything you can do for me? Uh, goddamn, uh, I, I, I meet this, this person on the phone. Her name was Estela. She was like Spanish and she, shout out to Estela. Uh, hello Estela. If you're watching this Estela, gracias much, muchas gracias. Um, I talked to Estela. Uh, we go, we go a little back and forth. We, I try to explain to her everything that's going on. She looks at my report. It's like, why do you have like six different cancellated flights? On your report. And I'm like, funny story about that. And she's like, okay, so... Huh, that's weird. But I can do something for you. How close are you to the to the airport? And I'm like, it's like a 10-minute shuttle drive. Why? And it's like 5.30 a.m. in the morning right now. And she tells me, if you can get to your flight at 6 a.m.? I can get you on that flight from Tucson to Phoenix. And then you can take that flight you already have from Phoenix to Boston. So, um, everything gets handled in a way I couldn't expect. I run out so fast from the hotel I forgot my shoe, so I have to go back for it. How so, do, how, do you, uh, how do you forget your shoes? Do, uh, do, did you have more than one pair? No, I, um... Fuck you! How the fuck do you forget your shoes? Um, I... So... I, I, I kind of, like... It's weird. I, I was very perceptive in one way, because, like, my bags were already packed, because I'm like, if I'm given a miracle opportunity, I'm just gonna grab my bags and run! Okay. And I was given this miracle opportunity, so I grabbed my bags and ran! And, and I left my shoes only, inside the room. And only your bags. <laughs> and only my bags. I actually, I actually was also out in my pajama pants as well. What the fuck? I, I mean, that's probably not the weirdest thing that they've seen in Arizona. Probably not. Like a, a little barefoot Mexican. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> and it's it's fine. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't have a shirt either. It was. It's actually, you know, it's weird. For as hot as Arizona is, the nights are pretty fucking cold. Yeah, that's what you always hear. Yeah. So. Uh, through some miracle, I was able to get back on Halloween night. And I'm like, I'm like giving updates to like uh, Zach and Emily because like we were in a group, and I basically told I was giving them updates like all this fucking bullshit I was dealing with. But like, 
Uh, er, like, yeah, I, out of some sheer luck, I end up, for, I, w- I was going from, like, I'm gonna have to, like, beg to stay here until Wednesday, to, uh, I'm, I'm now on, like, a little mini jet from, a, in a flight within the state to go to this one thing I was accidentally put on. Oh my god. Uh, it took like eight people being very incompetent and having one person who was very competent to look at the pieces of the puzzle and put it together. Oh my god. This should not have worked. None of this should have worked. I should still be in Arizona having a panic attack, but guess what? I'm here, bitch. You done oh, made god. it. I done made it. So that was like my airplane adventure. This isn't the first time I've ever, like, left the, left, been on a plane before. This isn't my first time leaving alone. But, like, being told that you're in the middle of this weird historic blunder is, is a weird experience. Because you're too busy trying to worry about not dying. I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, I find out. That, uh, the only reason this happens is because American Airlines CEOs are kind of a greedy capitalist fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, my day was held together with duct tape, string, and chewing gum. Um, I did not sleep until, uh, Sunday night around, like, 11 p.m. Because that's when I got back to my mom's house. And I haven't slept for, like, two days at that point. Fuck me. Um, so, but anyway, back to American Airlines. Um... They cited that they had to cancel over 2,000 flights because, oh, we're understaffed and we there's bad weather. The weather wasn't the issue. The staffing was. And mm. the reason why we had plenty of staffing was because uh, they laid, like earlier, because of COVID, they supposedly laid off a whole bunch of people, which I, I guess I understand not a lot of people were traveling during the lockdown. We couldn't really travel out of the country because, hey, uh, fucking just don't want to spread the disease. That part's kind of understandable. Mm. Where it gets fucky was when we found out that they had a government bailout after they they fired everybody. And they didn't hire anybody back despite having the money for it. They kind of just took the cash and ran. And how did that work out for them? Pretty fucked. Um, pretty <laughs> fucked. They had to cancel a thousand flights over Halloween weekend because, hey, um, guys, uh, people have shit to do. Uh, did you not expect that you were going to get a lot of people back when the restrictions were lifted? Yeah, I know there are a lot of stupid people who go out unvaccinated. I'm not even worried about that. You should be counting on those people. To, like, give you money, because that's what you are, a fucking business. But what you did was take this grant money to, like, you know, hire more people back and keep it for yourself. And not hire the people who you were given, who you were given the money in the first place. Just some greedy fucks. Greedy, greedy ass fucks. (sighs) It sounds like you've been through the ringer. (laughs) I've been through the ringer, like... I the only reason this shit happened to me was because some guy in like the CEO office wanted to like sit on this pool floating on top of the building or some shit. Just some rich asshole sipping a martini in a duck floaty. Well, wow, that sounds a whole lot like either not my problem or a problem that I can pay my way out of. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's been my weekend. 
I'm I'm fine now. I'm going back to work. It's not as crazy as before. <laughs> I'm probably going to go back to work after this podcast. But I just want to let you guys know I miss you. This was a very this was a very fun part of my week to look forward that I couldn't get to. But now I'm back and it feels good. Yeah, so in, in case uh, that anyone, for whatever reason, decided to pick up this podcast um, a year or so from now and are not checking up on the dates, it has, in fact, been three weeks or so since our last podcast. And that is just because yeah, we both had stuff to do. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's good to be back. Um, uh, but but, but I, 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 so I had a story that could kind of like... Uh, raise the mood a little bit just because of how how outrageous it is because i have my own story of a person getting fucked up by uh, unfortunate circumstances so just before this podcast i uh, so the new season of uh apex legends has come out and i was like oh i uh i, w- I want to play this because this actually looks really cool and i used to be big into apex legends uh back in the day so um I I I update the game and I, I want to jump in. Now uh Apex Legends is an EA game. Uh so you have to play through uh, the launcher called Origin. And I have two Origin accounts. I have one with my real email and one that kind of got made as a as a goof or something. I don't actually recall. It was made when I was like 16 or something. Um and it's the goof email that I'm actually uh, uh, using, uh, but I had forgotten that. So when I logged into Apex Legends, they were like, "Hey, you need to reset your password." All right, fine. Um, no, uh, you you need to reset your password. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you can't use this password. All right, fire up good old faithful NorPass. <laughs> this isn't even a plug. I, I like when I say I use NorPass, I legit mean it. So I fire up NorPass and I, I get a code. All right, that's fine. Hey, you need to reset your password. Okay, what the fuck? So I then I uh, then I start to log online, and there's like several people who have this issue. Um. And I'm trying to like get in contact with with e- with like EA's tech support or something like, hey, what's what's the dealio and, and stuff like that. And um, there's no way that you can get in contact with them. There's no like chat. There's no phone. There's nothing. All you can do is send an email. So I send them an email describing the issue. And like ten minutes after, I get uh, an email uh, back. Which is like, hey, yeah, this is gonna solve your problem, and then like a bunch of stuff, and you can just tell like this is one of those automated responses that they just have at the ready, and that's fine. But typically, when you get one of these, it's like if this didn't solve your problem, you can click here, and then you can get in contact with a person, or at least we will list it as not solved yet. But the problem was that when I received this email, it goes, oh yeah, uh, your problem is solved if you've just followed these steps. Okay, bye, and then like. <laughs> It stops there. I cannot pursue this anymore. And the and the response they gave me was a solution for a console version of the game that I do not own. So obviously I'm a little perplexed. But then I remember, wait, I have the the old dumb account. Uh, was that not the one that I actually had the game on? And I, and I log into that and sure. Uh, and again, hey, you need to reset your password. No pass, fuck this bitch up. Bada bing, bada boom. 
uh, and now I have a new password. And uh, I get in, and sure enough, I can now play uh, Apex Legends. So me, so me and my friend Sebastian, we log in, and uh, immediately as I go in, I'm, I'm realizing that I have two characters that came out during the time where I haven't played the game. There's been three characters since I, I stopped playing the game. There's two characters that have come out. I own both of them now. Yay! I don't know how. And so, like, in my mind, I'm going, okay... I, I remember I bought the season pass at one point. So maybe they were just included in the season pass. And so I got them through that. And then I like check my my digital currency that the Apex Legends use. And I have a lot of money on this account. And I'm like... How, okay, this must also... like Maybe you get like a portion of cash every, every new season or something. If you have the season pass. Alright, fine. Fair enough. So I, I buy the, the, the last character, and then I'm ready to go in and play some Apex Legends with my friend. Uh, we get to uh, the point where you actually have to like enter the, the, the level, and then I go, BAM! You have been banned from Apex Legends. WHAT?! Nani the fuck. And then like I get booted back to the lobby, and that's when, you know, like, you start actually paying attention. And I notice that my character is level 124. Oh. My, my friend, uh, Sebastian, uh, who, like, I always play with Alice, Sack, or Sebastian. Sebastian is level 70. I'm almost twice his rank. And then I go, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Maybe, I, I, I know I'm good, but I've, I, I'm not that good. I go in and I check my like how much time i i've played again for reference sebastian has played around a grand total of 400 games of apex legends my statistic says you have played 1100 different games of apex huh. legends huh and again i always played it with my friends so Little confused about this. Like, I figured I would maybe have played a little more. Not almost three times as much. So, uh, then, you know, I start investigating. And I, I, I look at, like, uh, because you can see, like, how, what, how did you do every season? And it's actually the season prior to the one that we're in now, where... I have apparently just been killing it. I have like over 200 games in that season and I've played rank and shit. I have a bunch of new guns and skins and shit that I've never even seen before, all unlocked with no issue whatsoever. Um, so yeah, it doesn't take a genius to look at this and go, my shit's been hacked. So obviously, now I've like I said I had to change my password when I came in there, um, and so I I I, I try to get in contact with EA support again. But remember, you cannot get in contact with EA support because they hate you. Uh, yeah, and then they're like, yeah, okay, so you can click here and you can check how like uh, what your ban history is. All right, let me do that real quick and check it out. You do not have any bans on your on your history. 
What the fuck do you mean? I'm banned from the game! <laughs> so now I've sent them a fucking email where, like, hey, like, I basically explained the exact same thing that I've just done this podcast. Uh, and then uh, I, uh, I, I didn't see. It will take about 30 days for us to get to this uh, because we care so much. And it's like, Why would anything good happen? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, my uh, my shit apparently got uh, got hacked. And again, I actually think because remember when I first started pitching Norpass in yeah. in in my webcam release, I actually talked about how my um, Battle.net account got got hacked, and that and that is attached to. The same email address that I have my my wonky, um, but my 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 wonky uh, uh, origin account on. So I think like it's the same people who did that. Uh, so again, uh, ringing endorsement. Get fucking no best. Wow. <laughs> Don't you love how weird shit just happens? No, shit. no, I would actually prefer. Uh, yeah, I, I've already changed the email with no pass. Um, but uh, I would, honest to God, prefer just to uh, not having to deal with this shit. I would love nothing more than to wake up every day, put on my pants like anyone else, and not bump into a, a slew of issues. That are somehow super specific to my bald dumbass. Yeah. Holy so lord. Like, yeah, ringing endorsement. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. So uh, now we wait. I can't now do anything wait. but. Um, this kind of reminds me of like my deal with like Facebook. Remember when I got sucked? When I oh, yeah, Facebook because I changed uh, because like. So, like, Facebook changed my name to, like, my real one before I stopped giving a fuck who knew. And I tried to change it back to, like, Cloudy Days, and they thought, like, my name was suspicious. So they banned my account, and they wanted me to upload a photo ID of my name. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I asked Lasse and Zach over here to, like, hey, uh, make me a fake ID. And I did that, and now instead of reviewing everything or getting an email, my my for the last two years my Facebook has been locked to say like we are reviewing your identification. We you will be notified soon, and I still get emails like notifications that my account is still up and active. I keep getting tell me oh my friends are looking at this, and they're still looking at me, and I'm like I I can't stop these messages. And it got to the point where, like, I can't even unsubscribe because you need to have an account to unsubscribe. <laughs> I'm locked out. Uh, so, I, so I hate Facebook. No shit. Or sorry, or should I, should we call it Meta now? Which I'm glad that you bring up because I had a topic that I've been burning to talk about, and I think that you're gonna get a fucking kick out of it as well. Because because <laughs> Facebook, aka Meta. I'm apparently going to start going hard on NFTs. 
They're not even hiding that they're evil at this point. No, so I want to talk to you, Cloudy, about mm-hmm. NFTs. Because I have a friend. And, and, I, and for the record, I respect this friend to hell and back. He has always had my best uh, interests in mind. Yes, and he's always given it to me straight. He has helped me in countless situations. But he is very, very much into crypto. And that is, Mm -hmm. you know, you do you, I do not care. But he has been fucking banging the fucking drum to hell and back about how I had to start going in on NFTs. Now, it shouldn't be any secret that uh, I, like, when it comes to cryptocurrency, I don't know like a whole lot i actually know mm-hmm. less than most people because i do not care about it it's, it's that that is for someone else to do it, it's not for me but i have been paying attention to nfts now for those of you in the chat or or those of you listening to this who do not know what nfts are cloudy can you break it down real quick and simple what is an nft uh nft counts as like uh says it's a non-fungible token it is to, to make means... a very yeah. I don't actually know what that means to be honest with you. Okay. It is, but it's what what it essentially is. It is a link pointing to a thing, and when you sell it or buy it, it's it's saying you own this link, which points to this thing. You don't own the thing. You own the space where the thing is, or like the. I guess like the corridor point leading to the thing. Mm. The thing with NFTs, it is this kind of weird thing where the best way I can describe it as simply as possible. It's like you're, you're like trading art in an art gallery. Yeah. You have a fucking, you're like when you, when you, when you sell an art gallery, when you sell an art piece, you're selling that as for for like potential value. Like yeah. this painting of a fucking butt is so well detailed, it's worth like two thousand dollars because that's because of several different factors. If you sell that to somebody else, now they have a painting worth two hundred dollars. It's the same thing with your when you're like trading trading cards or you're trading property. It's just it's not a fucking you're you're selling something that has value. You're exchanging yeah. that for money. Yeah. And NFTs posts like does this thing and it wants to be that same idea. There's a couple problems with NFTs. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way. The environmental issue is a big fucking thing. It is very big. Um, oh, wait, sorry. I have to reply to somebody real quick. But essentially what it is, it's uh, what is the environmental issue uh, to keep to keep an NFT doesn't leave the blockchain. And that's a whole other thing, but to point that, put that specifically, when you make an NFT, uh, to keep that NFT going and running, it's the equivalent of, like, leaving a car on in the middle of the fuck, like, all night, every single day for a year. Hmm. For one NFT. Or, like, some other metric. Point is, it takes, you can't just make an NFT out of nothing. No. You're, it takes energy to keep track of it on that big old blockchain ledger. So if the more NFTs you make, the more energy consumption is required. Admittedly, 
I'll be honest, that's not the thing I'm most worried about because that's true of anything. The more websites that are, are the more server space you need, the blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing with all things online. I am willing to accept that. It is very bad and very detrimental and very stupid because it's just sitting there doing nothing, but that's besides the point. My issue is that when you have an NFT, you do not own, and I mean, need to mean this very explicitly, you do not own the piece that the link is pointing to. You no. own the link. Yes, and that is where, like, so uh, I was having this, uh, I, I'm just going to jump in here. I hope that you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But um, that was what I, like, I was, because uh, I, I, I think I was, like, retweeting something um, uh, on, 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 on Twitter about, like, some dumb nft thing and my friend who is very big into crypto apparently saw that and he 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 reached out and was like we i, I need to uh to sit you down one day and tell you about nfts uh or something uh you know like in in, in what i can only assume is like a friendly way um and uh and i go well uh, i will i will gladly have that conversation if you are open to also have the discussion about in the ways that uh, nfts fail and one of the ways that uh, because apparently this was like i didn't notice when i wrote this all i all i was focusing on was the whole thing that i know that people um you know will will steal other people's artwork and then sell that as nfts yeah Um, that that was a thing that was a thing that happened it uh... so I I, uh, I I then started looking into this because I you know I didn't want to come into this conversation half cocked, and uh, I then found out that no, you do not own the fucking piece. What the fuck? It, like you I so let's say that you buy uh, the art piece that we have on stream right now. You buy the, uh, that uh, from uh, Sleazy Chimp. I think that's his name. I forget. Yeah. Uh, you you buy that from him, and now you own the NFT link to that thing. But I contact Lisi and I go, I want to buy the rights to this painting, and then I get the rights. So, yeah. What the? F- you can't use your fucking link for anything. I can so, I, I I can go in and say you're not allowed to post this because I own the rights for it. I own the copyright for this for this piece. You're not allowed to post this thing. Yeah. What the fuck does the NFT do? <laughs> Fucking hell! I, 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 I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had this. I had this off. Um. Continue. Continue. <laughs> yeah. NFTs are not equal IP, it, and that is a thing that P, uh, like. When everyone uh, is like pitching NFTs, because like it feels like NFTs have reached a point now where they uh, sort of operate in the same way as like when you're an artist, then people come up, oh, you could work for Disney when when you know like they see this kind of shit. Uh, now it has instead become, oh, you can you can sell this as an NFT, but people do not realize that owning the nft does not give you the rights to the piece mm-hmm. that's basically it and that and that is so 
that was bomb one of what fucked me up. That was like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean? The second thing that fucked me up is that there are several of these quote-unquote marketplaces where you host your, your link or your, mm-hmm. your NFT. Meaning mm-hmm. that if you buy Sleazy's picture here on site A, then sure enough, site A is going to say that, hey, Cloudy has uh, the NFT for this piece by by Sleazy Chimp. But I can go to site B and buy the same thing. And now site B is going to say, Lesser owns the NFT of Sleazy Chimp's art piece here. Yeah. Then what the fuck is the point? So here's my hottest take, and I mean this with as much sincerity as possible. Hmm. This is money laundering for poor people who don't know or don't have the money for real money laundering. So I have this hot take that I do not like the the fine arts industry. Oh, me neither. Because a lot of perceived value that goes between buying art pieces, even though it's a tangible thing that has value, mm. the actual value of it is is inflated because of the artist's name. Or the buyer needing to put the money somewhere to be transferred into money later. It's some sort of, kind of fake of... gravitas. Like, ooh, this is a, 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 a Peterson painting. That must mean that it's worth such and such. Yeah, I don't like Jackson Pollock. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a splatter art guy. Oh. Uh, but yeah, but um, there are... Uh, NFTs kind of want to go on this same principle. Where... You, you, they want to point it out like if you have this thing, you can sell it. Completely ignoring the idea of like rights and commissions and all that. Mm. They, they want people to believe and start buying these NFTs and it's just so there's more crypto, there's more people buying like crypto. The reason why NFTs are so big is because crypto is attached. You don't buy an NFT with real money. You mm. buy it with bits of Bitcoin, with things of Ethereum, with fucking Dogecoin if you have enough. Mm. The idea is not that you have that you own the right. The idea is that you have cryptocurrency to spend. Mm. So, when people have all these NFTs pointing to a thing that are meaningless, it's just like I spent some money and converted it to cryptocurrency, but this cryptocurrency can be changed if I sell this NFT. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 money laundering. It's it's just taking your money, changing it to something else, just so it isn't money anymore, and expecting to change it later to actual money when you need it. Yeah, and and like, uh, go yeah. on. No, it's people have this idea with NFTs that it's it's a it's a completely valid uh, reason. It's a it's a business proposal, and you know what? I'm gonna sound very like ignorant because again, I'm not. I'm not very deep into crypto. I'm not very deep into NFTs either. But from what my understanding is, and if anyone in the audience wants to explain, please leave it in the comments or contact us directly at webcastrelief at gmail.com. Ooh, nice. But what I don't, what I seem to get have from the, this understanding, when you have an NFT, when you post it, and you're expecting to trade it for crypto, you take this link and you think there's value attached to it be- just because it exists. 
Hmm. What makes Bitcoin important, what makes it like have a, an actual thing that doesn't make it a scam, is that there's value attached to what Bitcoin is. When you have Bit, when you're mining Bitcoin, you're basically using computer time to like decrypt a code, and the first one who decrypts that code and sells it, that is value because there's value in that one code. Hmm. And then you get a certain amount of fake money that can be transferred to real money for giving the goods or services as a value. There's value in Bitcoin. Ethereum has something to do with like the blockchain from what I understand. NFTs do not provide any value. They point to a piece. And you might think if that's the only NFT that exists, if you have it behind a paywall and you do that, yeah, then you probably, it probably is worth something in theory. But because it is a digital medium, one, you can save it. Two, you can go around any, you can go around that one link. You don't, like, it's not, it's not like you own a space in a gallery where, like, you need to pay to walk through this hallway to look at a piece of art. Hmm. You own, you, you just own that corridor, but you can make an infinite amount of corridors pointing to that one piece if you know what you're doing. Yeah. My favorite example of NFTs has to be the fucking, um, have you heard about what happened with the Annoying Orange? No. How they tried to sell the first episode in 4K as an NFT. Yeah. So they tried to make this paywall selling this NFT, but the website they were selling it on was so fucking jank that you didn't actually have to pay the NFT to see the 4K video. So people just pressed F12 on their on their um keyboard. They searched for the for .mp4 and they found the link uh, in the within code? the website code. Yeah. Oh no. And they just grabbed it and they shared it all over the place. Free 4K thing. The guy was trying to make like a couple thousand dollars of cryptocurrency off this 4K product. And people just took it for free. So the NFT has no value. There's no point to it. <laughs> that reminds me. You're, yeah. is, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm following that Twitter account called Crypto Bros Posting L's or something. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and apparently the latest saga is that some dude owned, so, uh, owned one of these paintings, uh, or well, digital paintings of a monkey. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it looks like... So real quick... All NFTs are ugly as sin. I have yeah. not seen a fucking good piece of NFT at all. But let that let let's let that be it. So apparently this dude got hacked or something, and he owned the NFT for this this picture of a monkey. And you know that that is bad for him. I'm sorry that it happened to him, but it's a little funny because then someone. Right, like he he posted a picture of this thing with like a, I uh, if you find this NFT, please contact me here and so here. So someone took uh, downloaded that picture and cropped the the searching thing for it and then sent it to him and like don't worry, fam, I found him for you, <laughs> and, the, and the dude got banned. <laughs> um, but 
if there's one thing that I have learned, and I really do not want to sound mean towards my, my friend here, because again, his interest in me picking up NFT is just because he wants the best for me. He's probably yeah. like he's into he's into crypto and he's probably seeing this as a way for me that I could make a little extra money for all of the shit that I you know, like all the little art pieces I do in Photoshop and something. So it comes from a good place. But I need to stress that my, like from what I have understood from the people who have been dealing with all this stuff is that people who are into NFT do not know how the art, like the digital art industry works. They do and they have not, and they don't understand it. And thus, they don't respect it, which is where you get stuff like, like I said just before, all NFTs are fucking dark water bullshit ugly. They are so ugly. They are they they're unappealing. That no effort has gone into it whatsoever. Is like okay. There's obviously a few like unique ones, but it, like. Oh, here's this monkey with a hat on, and here's the exact same monkey, but now he has sunglasses on. Like it's copy pasting, and it's st- and like we we discussed before, it's also sometimes just stealing other people's artwork and putting it out there. And so when I was talking with my friend here, I I, I was using some real life examples. Uh, shout out to Brent, by the way, for supplying me with with these examples. Because I didn't have them at at hand at at the time, um, <laughs> and and I, I sent it to him. And so my friend goes, and this is where I I it really just hit me that these people do not know how the digital art industry works. He goes, well, it's their own fault for posting these images on uh, on Twitter or Facebook or something like that. And it's like, bro, where the fuck should they post their artwork to get customers? If not on fucking social media. Yeah. Like, what? That is, that is fucking eating paint dumb. That is, that is fucking retarded that you, like, that's where I just knew, okay, we're never going to get anywhere. Because if this is your stance, that you, that on, uh, digital artists should not post their art on, on social media to promote that they're that they're doing art, you know, a fucking portfolio. Then, mm-hmm. like, then you do not know enough. Uh, like, and 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 again, it's gonna sound like I'm taking jabs at him, but it's real nonsense too. He kept going. Oh, it's just because you don't know enough about how NFTs works that you that you are opposed to this. Uh, you just don't know enough about this. And but he refused to give an inch when I said you do not know fuck all about the the digital art industry. Yeah, when, like when you have that point, you cannot you cannot honest to God say that you know anything about the digital art industry, and it's one of those things where NFT as a concept I can kind of sort of see. Yeah. I can I can sort of get behind the whole idea that you can have a digital code of uh, that gives you ownership of a digital piece. I understand mm-hmm. that. But we are not there yet. We are not there where it gives you the copyright for the art piece. We are not there where there's a single register that are registering your ownership of this art piece. And we are not anywhere yet where this owner, uh, where where you owning this art piece puts a sort of encryption on the image that prevents people from just right clicking it and saving it. 
It is, like I said, it is not, the NFTs are not made for artists. They're made for money launderers. Yeah. They're made for people who want to, they're made for, it's just so you trade cryptocurrency. It is a product you can buy with crypto and sell for more crypto down the line. Because part of the expectation with an NFT is that you want to, like, grow in value. You know, like a company stock or a piece of real estate. Like investment. Yeah, they, like, I understand what they want. And, like, in theory, it is written down really well. But it's, we do not have the infrastructure. We do not have the idea. We do not, it, it, if you're profiting off of an NFT, you are money laundering and there's no other way around it. You're just buying something like not sitting to think about it. You don't care about what the actual piece is. You care about if, is this NFT going to grow in cash a couple years down the line? Or if I can sell this for more cryptocurrency down the line, you're making an investment and you're expecting a return without understanding the actual flaws and the risks that take with that. Yeah. When like they, they, it's going back to the art gallery piece. People expect it's like that, but with digital. They think that, oh, I own this piece. I spent money on this piece, so it is mine. But, like, fundamentally, that's not what an entity is. You don't have the right to that piece. You don't own the physical version of that piece. Mm. So you can't... So, like, there's no value attached to it. No. Because And the reason there's no value attached is not because it's a corridor. It's because anybody can make a link point to that for free. And, like, and it, I can right-click on a thing, and it is mine. And, and it's like, uh, again, it's like, uh, so let's, uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but every, uh, uh, like, person who is, like, peddling NFTs are always using the Mona Lisa as a as an example. Where, and, and so, like, if... If you, if you then use the example of the Mona Lisa, let's say you somehow managed to buy, uh, buy Mona Lisa, but you still wanted to hang it in the Louvre because, you know, it's it's a historical artifact or something. But then you go, but that one's mine. I own this thing. And, you know, you can buy it or whatever. But at the same time, in the New York Museum of Fine Arts, there is also a picture-perfect copy of the Mona Lisa hanging where yeah. someone else says that they own it. And yeah. then in some fucking backwater like hobo camp in Denmark, there's also a person who, ha- who has a picture-perfect copy of Mona Lisa going, I own that. That like w- one of the things that I am dumbfounded has not gotten more t- uh, attention is the whole idea that there is not like a single like register for all this stuff, because mm-hmm. that because nothing uh, I, like that and the fact that you don't own the own the the copyright for it, those two things more than anything else just invalidates this entire thing. Yeah, like. If, if you're looking at this with any sort of, like, morality or any sort of, like, understanding of how this works, you're not selling a piece for the sake of the art. You're not, mm. you're not buying, you're, you're, you're simply making an investment because it's a thing you can put your money into. Yeah. It's just there to hold your crypto so you can change it for other crypto later. 
and convince people out. that it's worth more crypto than it, than what you put in. Exactly. If you don't put in any effort, if you don't put in any, you 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 pay for what you get is what I'm trying to say with this. It's just you put in you put in crypto, it sits there, but value doesn't come from nothing. Like you need to get it out there to say this piece is worth buying. If you're just, it's it's basically making a middleman to just directly changing like changing hands with with cryptocurrency with Bitcoin. It's basically saying this thing's worth four Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, give it to me for five. Why? And yeah. then they can't answer why. <laughs> No, I, uh, dude, I bought this, this crypto painting here, this NFT for 10 Bitcoins, but you, you, my friend, I'll sell it to you for just eight Bitcoins. Not, and the person that but then buys it for eight Bitcoins didn't know that you actually bought it for one Bitcoin. Basically, yeah. Uh, I, I also think like, again, when we talk about how the whole thing about it's just a place that you put money, nothing has been more evident of that than those like weird little pixel f faces or whatever the fuck that. Uh, yeah, I hate, I hate, I hate crypto punks. They're ugly. Yeah, crypto punks. It's like, and people are like, oh, it's so cool. Really? No, really? That's cool? It looks dead like ass. fucking ass. Like dead ass. Like there's a. You see my my cloudy my boy right there my Maple Story avatar. I could literally just go to maplesim.com and make another avatar, and then start attaching them to an NFT. Someone's gonna do it, but then they're gonna get hit by Nexon because they actually have the rights to this shit. Yeah, but like it's basically lots. I don't know if you've ever done this in like the early, early days of the internet, but are you, are you familiar with like doll makers and things like oh, yeah. of that sort? Yeah, this is basically that, but people trying to sell money for it. This is like, this is a weird thing to say, but these are like adoptables, but done so fucking wrong. <laughs> You're not at wrong. Least when you, at least when you like see somebody... It's like selling an adoptable, a recolored, like, sparkle dog for, like, $80. You know what? There is fucking reason to that. Because that community is so tightly knit, and they take their rules as gospel. You will be hanged if you so much as say, or, like, try to post something similar that isn't exactly what you paid for. Like, I feel more... I feel more, um, uh, safe putting money in an adoptable than I do putting into an NFT. Yeah. Because at least you own the rights when you own, when you buy the adoptable. If, if, if I knew anything about crypto or NFTs or anything like that, I would legit take a, a photo with a really high fidelity, like SDLR off my balls and then zoom in until you, you have like a 12 by 12 grid of pixels off my balls and then i would say oh it's actually a close-up of uh, uh megan fox's forehead or something like that <laughs> and then i want to sell that shit J just to prove a point <laughs> i go ahead go keep go, keep going i love this example 
and and no, I I just want to see like someone pay pay like eight hundred dollars for an ultra close up of my balls, <laughs> to, because like nothing will show how like how little worth anything has, and yet you're willing to put in like uh, like if you're willing to put that much money on a crypto punk that somehow looks worse than an ultra close-up of my balls, then you're then you should absolutely be willing to buy an ultra close-up of my balls as an NFT. So that's beautiful. It's it gets incredibly beautiful. <laughs> there was something I wanted to do where I wanted to make the default blender cube as an NFT to see Has- if people would buy it. Until you found out that someone had already done that? Yeah. Uh, but it's like the, the, my 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 like bes- beside the fact this shit is horrible and it's killing the planet aside the thing that my deal breaker is that you is you don't own the rights when you buy an nft that just absolutely plain and simple you don't own it no you own the thing pointing to it you say say you buy say you like um have an nft it is a link that points to a video of I don't know Megan Fox's forehead, which is all all my balls, <laughs> or your balls. We have a video of Google show me Loss's balls, but like say like for whatever reason uh, the server's down, or you move the account, or the registry for where that doesn't work like. Where, like the site you hosted is not owned by Square anymore. It's owned by GoDaddy. So the link it has like one character change to denote that. Suddenly your NFT doesn't work anymore. Seriously? Yeah. If anything happens to like the image, the NFT is worthless. You still own that link. You own that like... Like, NFTs are so small, you literally just own the URL address. That's what the NFT is. The URL address pointing to the to the picture. But if anything online were to happen, if, if you so much as have a bad internet connection, the NFT is worthless. So, like, let, let's say that you have, like, www.nftscam.com slash... Less balls as an yeah. NFT, and then uh, I decide on on the on that website where the the image is found that I wanna structure it a little bit. So now the is now there's a subfolder for that. So now you have to go to www.nftscams.com slash lesser slash lesser balls dot png. Then that would effectively completely destroy the uh, the the purpose of the nft uh and there's nothing you can do to to like uh, fix that yeah wow like this is like a bigger problem when people were making nfts of like tweets and videos because uh fucking i don't remember the name of this artist but like uh they made this video of this like small and like small furry creature and this big furry creature and it was like a weird blowjob video fucking thing. And the guy made the NFT to the tweet. Mm. Now, 
potentially what could have happened at any point in time after the NFT has been sold, he can s- delete that original tweet. <laughs> That's and, it. And then, then it's gone. You, okay, so let... Holy shit. So you know how Imgur has a thing where if you have an account and you don't touch it for a certain period of time, they're just going to shut it down? It might, yeah. You, if you have a fucking image on Imgur... Yeah. And then you don't touch that account anymore. Boom, the yeah. Suddenly, you don't have anything anymore. Yeah, you just spent uh, fucking ten bitcoins on a broken link. And okay. funny thing, right? We keep using bitcoins in like whole amounts. I think like ten bitcoins is around five hundred thousand dollars. So I want you to imagine you spent five hundred thousand dollars on a picture on a tiny twelve by twelve square of Lost's balls, <laughs> and then the link is slightly changed, and suddenly you don't own Lost's balls anymore. Uh, I I'm gonna write that down. That's the name of this of this uh, episode. A twelve by twelve pixel picture of Lost's balls. Google, show me Lost's balls. <laughs> no fuck it. Google, show me Lost's balls. <laughs> And that'd be funny too, cause when you, cause if you have an NFT of Lost's balls and you ask Google to show me Lost's balls, you'll go to every instance of Lost's balls on the internet, and it doesn't have to point to just your NFT. It's worthless. Okay, but, it is but, like but, if we're looking at it from an objective, like value standpoint, it is worthless. Okay. The reason why NFTs are so big and so important, and why people are going crazy. The only reason is because it is a form that you can change your crypto into and take back into crypto later with a very small idea hope that it will grow in value over time because that's what happens with stocks, because that's what happens with real estate. That's what happens with things with value. You think it has value because that's just what this has been framed as all along. Mm. But there's nothing supporting it. Okay, but 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 let me let me let me play devil's advocate real fast there. Yeah. Uh, okay, is there nothing like is there nothing uh, for say uh, with NFTs where it's like um like a, spe- a special super deep web server that they then ask you to upload your your picture to. When you sell an NFT or something. The reason you can't upload your picture is because that takes up way too much energy and that takes up way too much money to hold up. The Mm. reason why it's an NFT is because it is a small string of characters because that's all it can hold. So, but, you know, like, let's say we actually went and were adult people and decided to make a business transaction. And then, like, could I not demand that you, like put this thing on a super deep web server or something and then sell me the nft for that i mean you can totally do that you can upload it to some weird super safe super special deep web nft and it'll be on that deep web nft Mm. on that deep web server but you also have to take into account like making sure that deep web server is always up you have to make sure the maintenance for that deep web server is always constantly working. You have to pay to make sure that picture will never, ever, ever under any circumstances 
be a, be like, well, you will, there will be never any power outages. You have to account for every single thing that could go wrong in the physical world to keep that NFT up and continue its value. Because the moment that circuit breaks and it doesn't point anymore, the NFT lost every reason to be. The more this conversation goes on, the funnier it gets to me that you can just right-click save as. Yeah. That is the point. So apparently, again, I follow that account, uh, Crypto Bros Taking L's. Apparently, there is a derogatory term amongst these people for people like us called (laughs) right-clickers. That is the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, you're such a right clicker. I mean, it's right, like you, you, you it's got right there. You, it's right I don't have there. That's you prom- for shit. You're promoting the issue with this entire thing by naming me after it. <laughs> you There's, stupid like, cunt. <laughs> it's like I said. It's for it's money laundering for stupid and poor people don't have the money or the means to actually money launder. Who don't understand the digital art industry. They really don't. Because, like, you know how you do NFTs properly? Do you know how you do it? You open a Patreon. You sell commissions. Yeah. You talk to somebody, ask them if they want a piece done, get paid for it, and do the piece. Now that's yours. Yeah. If you want to go even further, you can ask for the rights to sell it. Then there'll be a little more money. But now when you parade it on in all your places, you can be like, I have the rights to this piece. If you want it in super high quality detail, check it on my, go to my Patreon or contact me, give me some money and I'll send you the high definition 4K image. A watermark is so fucking good. Because it tells, because it affects the actual piece. It tells them that, hey, uh, there's a version without the watermark. If you want it, it's going to cost you a little extra. Find me at my name, which is the signature. We have been doing what NFTs have been trying to do for fucking years. Yeah. And these people are just coming in with no effort no idea and no respect expecting to be millionaires. The only reason people are getting a lot of money because it's money laundering <laughs> because some bloke put a bunch of money into this one place to hold their crypto and then to get all this buzz to jack up the value because this happened in the beginning when I see were new and exciting and nobody knew what the fuck was going on. But because now all those people have left and do to launder the money somewhere else, now we got all these scans coming up because they want to be, they want to catch that lightning in a bottle. Oh, this fucking super rich millionaire who put like a billion crypto coins into this one thing. They're surely going to buy my one ugly monkey with a hat (laughs) that I paid two cents for. And then they never come. That I get that I bought from Fiverr. I bought from Fiverr. Like these NFTs, like they're so lazy. That's yeah. It's it's hilarious. 
I could commission an artist for a faithful rendition of Riser's Balls, don't Done. ask, and own them for real. Riser's Balls would be mine, mark my <laughs> words. Well, I mean, if you did that, that'd be more value than you'd get from the NFT, because you'd have the actual image in your hand. It would, it would be struck between you and the original artist who made it. And you can, if you pay them enough, they'll probably delete the original, and then you have the only copy left. I will also say that uh, I I have like a a, a special uh, perspective on this thing. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm uh, I've been saying like this coming quote a lot, and I don't mean to sound pretentious when I say it, but as a designer, uh, but as a designer, we uh, like if if you ever have or have any intentions of uh, hiring a, a designer for a a, a a professional graphic designer to to do something for you be the logo or something you will find out that the price that they ask is probably a lot higher than what you expect now is that them trying to scam you sometimes no. but <laughs> but most yeah. of the, but most of the time no and that, and that is because what you are paying for when you buy a design a professional design is the right to use it without crediting me as the designer if you if you you can get a much cheaper version of this thing but then every time someone mentions it you have to go design by lesser resort and if you don't hey, guess what legal stuff and legal all that stuff. money you just made it's mine exactly so like again there is, we have a legal system already in place to protect any sort of like digital media in 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 this regard and and it is being used. I am per personally using it in my professional endeavors. It's not just like, uh, oh fuck. Uh, okay, I'm 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 gonna backpedal a little bit because it makes it sound like I'm 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 like I'm I'm saying artists are beneath what I'm doing. I'm actually of the opinion that it's, it's reverse. But it's not quote unquote just commission artists or something that 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 are doing this thing with like licensing and and transferring the usage of this image over to someone else professional graphic designers have been doing this ever since that we started fucking like being a thing obviously like you and i we both know like a lot of artists especially through what we do um yeah and so sure at some point, we like we can buy something where we don't any longer have to go and say, "Oh yeah, this is made by this and this person." But like we also understand how hard these artists work, so we're probably still going to do it out of just sheer respect and courtesy. Yeah, and that is something that is drastically like missing in NFTs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if there is a value in an NFT of Rice's balls, does that inflate or deflate the value of Rice's actual balls? So, what I understand from what you're saying is that you're buying something for a higher price to not have to credit you, or I don't have to pay as long as I credit it, so I can get a commission and pay in exposure. <laughs> 
So to, uh, I don't know how to answer that second one, but for the first one, so far in my experience, I've seen if you make an NFT of something, it drastically lowers the value of the product because anyone who gives a shit about the art doesn't want to put any money into it. And even if someone buys the NFT, there's no guarantee anyone who actually cares about NFT will put their money into that because they'll want to put their money into some other worthwhile NFT. So it's really just a bunch of crypto bros like like passing around the same 10 bitcoins or amongst each other. I I think all takes, you, I think all you really need to know about like the credibility of NFTs. And it's fairly simple is that uh Peter have started using it and Ubisoft want to make a game with it. If those two things doesn't set off warning signs in your head, you're part of the problem. Yeah. You have not been paying attention to how the world operated in the last 20 years. Like, <laughs> if, if, it's simple. If Peter does it, do the opposite. Basically, yeah. That is how I have been like living my entire life. Like, oh, Peter is killing and murdering animals. I'm going to be nice to animals. <laughs> Great. Basically, yeah. Uh, like, we laugh and joke, and it's honestly pretty hilarious. And I'm sorry to your friend, because like, I know he had the best intentions for you, yeah. he or she or whatever. But it's like, there is there's is a very clear disconnect into why. I will concede that you can be in a one in a million situation where you buy an NFT, somebody's willing to give you a dumb amount of cryptocurrency for it, and the value of that cryptocurrency is going to rise and fall because of anything. You just have that cryptocurrency now. Mm. It is a way of exchanging this form of commodity. But if you're just doing it for that and you're being as honest as possible, I can't really fault you for it. Because you know everyone's got to everyone's got to hustle some way. If you're that if you're that one really hot titty streamer and you have like a legion of sweaty people with too much tendy bucks, like a neat bucks, and you're gonna just take their sad their sad money away from them. I mean, everyone's got to fucking eat, I guess. Yeah. Do you do you? But like, don't go around thinking that. There, there's a value in it. D don't think you have any moral high ground or moral standing for this, because, like, logically, you don't. Morally, you don't. I'm just gonna right click damage. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, uh, I, w w when I was having this talk with my friend, there, uh, like, we, 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 you brought up earlier about this whole thing of. Uh, like some some people are genuine with all this stuff, and 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 mm -hmm. you know those people, I have nothing against you. Do you? You gotta eat. You you gotta do what you gotta do. And I also uh, like know that there are some people who who have crafted some some good stuff that got sold as NFTs, and you know, fine, yeah. fair, fair respect. But uh, I um I brought brought up the example uh or a comparison with my friend where it was like uh. Like I was talking about this whole thing of like there's still like n nothing is being done in NFTs to protect the people who post their art online and then they get their art sold 
by someone who yeah. who stole their art uh, somewhere else. And his response was, well, you know, they can just buy uh, make it an NFT before that. And then I'm like, well, sure, but that doesn't prevent them from selling it on uh, some of these other marketplaces. And then his response to that was that, um, well, then the problem is with the people and not the NFTs. And I brought up the example, well, that's the same thing with like guns. There's nothing inherently wrong with a gun. The problem is going to be with the people. But the difference here is that with guns, there's regulations. There's like there there's laws about who can wield like who can buy a gun, who can sell a gun, who can use a gun, and all this stuff. There's not that with NFTs. And but apparently that was a bad example because it didn't fit his narrative. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like you, no, you, that's just how it is. Like you, you, you're always gonna have bad actors, and and that is in everything. It is in video games. It's in sports. It's in, it's in money. It's in business. It's in anything. You're always gonna have like bad apples or bad actors. But the thing mm-hmm. that separates like, uh, like NFTs, for example, uh, for, from, from again the guns is that people are doing stuff to prevent the like to minimize the the uh the actions of the bad actors and uh, and i will consent that you cannot like you cannot fault a thing for the actions of bad actors of course not Mm -hmm. but you can fault the thing for not putting rules or of stuff in place to prevent the bad actors from getting away with it i got banned from apex legends today because people were suspicious of what was going on i i assume like that even if that's like a a, a false positive it's still like a thing that has been put in place to prevent bad actors and nothing has been done with that with nfts it's just people being deluded as fuck yeah um Okay, uh, so so that's like something I really want to bring up, and then I'm gonna segue to some to a different version because I just got yeah. sent a link. Um, but like, it, at the end of the day, the 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 reason why there's no protection is because it's dealing in Bitcoin. Bitcoin inherently in all cryptocurrency are unregulated. They d- are not backed by the rules and regulations of you know any government body. Which is, is what just, is making it appealing, I, I, I yes. guess. It, it's, it's what makes pe- it appealing to people. It's, it's that idea of, oh, government can't touch my money. This is my money. I don't have to do shit. Fuck it's me. You, can't I won't have do what you told me. Fuck you. I won't do it. <laughs> exactly. But the reason why we have money in this weird imaginary state is because there's regulations, there's rules. This shit is backed by something. If you you can't go into a fucking delicatessen and give them a button and be like, I want a sandwich. This button is worth $500. Gimme. No, you just kick them out and the police kick them in the nuts. There you go. You can't... Like, when you're dealing with cryptocurrency... It's just everybody there agreeing that it's worth this much value. Hmm. 
it's all imaginary and it's all like with the ex with like the exceptions of things that are backed by some tangible reason like bitcoin with its code or ethereum with the amount of energy put into the blockchain it's backed by something this thing exists because of this other thing that exists that's what money is but like with nfts you're not backed by anything or you're backed by something that is virtually worthless and it's just it's just people tricking each other to give each other money that doesn't exist um i got sent this an example of a really really stupid nft and i'm just going to read this verbatim what they told me all right it's um from bloomberg.com and it's this thing called actually i think it's called gamefi or something into the metaverse where crypto gaming and capitalism collide i'm going to read this out loud mm. Imagine being able to earn money by playing Mario Kart that indefatigable in, in Nintendo spin-off series from the pre-internet Super Mario. You wouldn't have to be all good at all that good at it. You wouldn't have to play 24/7 because in this mind experiment, you get to play Mario for as long as you like and you get to be him because you own him. Because your Mario is an NFT, he's impossible to duplicate even though we just proved that's completely wrong. But you and you alone own him because you own Mario. Your go-kart is always better and faster than the ones piloted by other familiar faces in the Mushroom Kingdom like Luigi, Toad, and Princess Peach. So off you go, earning the kingdom's digital money. Mario coins, let's call them. Given the market economies, you might have to pay more for NFT Mario than, say, NFT Peach. But you also earn more, because here in Mushroom Kingdom, Mario is the fastest player. When you step out of the game and step back into your day job, you still own Mario. When you start playing again, Mario is there, waiting for you, waiting for you to earn Mario coins. You can sell Mario to another player if you like. If you played Mario right, he... Keep that in mind. If you played Mario right, he might be worth more now than when you bought him. Maybe you've demonstrated how lucrative Mario can be. Maybe more people want to play Mario Kart. Maybe Mario Coin has soared in value because everybody's talking about it on social media. This is, in a large nutshell, what GameFi and Vagilus are trying to build. Players can actually own the game items that they see and buy or that are scarce, says Axie co-founder Alexander Leonard Larson. And it's much more real when you see someone wearing a Louis Vuitton bag on the street. You have literally no idea if this thing is real or not, just that doubt that you have so fitting for the world today because everything is so fake that thing the blockchain brings is trust then that extends to digital assets this nonsense and complete misunderstanding of the world is what people who think nfts actually believe is they think that if you played mario for enough you own Mario. Completely forgetting that rights are a thing. Completely forgetting that not every copy of Mario Kart is personalized. Do you see the insanity of all this? I, I am obsidian my spaghetti. Yeah. They would have, like, it's, it's, it's excellent. They would have more of a leg to stand on if they were, like, using an amiibo as an example. As, like, yeah. an. As like if you 
if you play with an amiibo, you can give them like experience points and shit. But but that that is trying to fix something that is ultimately just broken at its core. Yeah. Uh, also, Hugo uh, is writing. Wasn't bitcoins originally made as a way to exchange for drugs, and that it won't uh, show up on your bank account history? Yeah. Kind of like the time when Microsoft bought Rareware and fought their own Donkey Kong because Rareware worked on the Donkey Kong Country series. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. that's like a bad investment. That's like they think they're trading stocks. They think they're trading real estate. They the, they made they made the comparison that playing Mario is more of an real investment for money than if you were to like buy a Louis Vuitton bag worth like some fuck amount of money. Do you see the delusions of these people? I am seeing the delusions of these people. Uh, but by the way, uh, real quick about this whole thing of like uh, buying a company and then owning Donkey Kong. Uh, do you know who owns uh, or owned Double Dragon for the longest time? Uh, was it Capcom? Uh, no. Well, in in in, the, in so there was a period in time where there wasn't Double Dragon for the longest time. Apparently, yeah. people like tried to find out who owned the rights of this because it had apparently changed hands so many times that people were unsure who owned it. Apparently, it was a real estate agency at this point. Like, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but apparently they they were sitting on the rights for Double Dragon. <laughs> I I do, I don't know how that 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 would even like come to like surely it must have been something like whoever is attached to this address is the rightful owner of of this franchise or something and then a real estate agency just bought that like that that area so I don't know but but at least at least there was a document that showed that they owned the rights for it and that could be transferred to someone else and wasn't the fucking URL or something. Oh, yeah. You know the most hilarious part about all of this? What is that? If, this, if there's ever an issue with the servers on the blockchain, if that goes down for like an instant, the entire economy crashes. Oh, no. Why? What are we then gonna do? Like, money is only as worth as much as you believe it's worth. That's the end of the day. It's all just monopoly money at the end of the day. Like, from a meta-conceptual level. Like, before and after we stop laughing. <laughs> you know? Um, what I just want to, like, boil down to is, like, NFTs are a way to, like, trade cryptocurrencies with other people. Mm. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm. It could have been anything else in this world. It could have been slaps in the nuts. It could have been slaps in the nuts. It could have been likes on a Facebook post. I actually think there was a point where NFTs were supposed to be about um like like how important a tweet is. Like the original like if like if it was super liked by this one person and it this this one link is very important. So if I point to this one link, this has value because so many people liked it. But then it just devolved into this just copy-paste bullshit. There's no value. There's no effort putting into it. So there's no respect given to any of the platform. Mm. It's just... I don't know. Again, 
there could be there are definitely a lot of nuances I don't understand about NFTs. Oh, yeah. That that I can totally understand. But you gotta like figure you you have to explain to me where the value is where is it coming from why do i put my money into this and why do you think it's going to grow in value and what's preventing me from just right clicking it exactly because <laughs> um uh i want to put like another like an abstract example uh-huh. like because we're because we're, we're, we're talking about digital media Let's say, um, let, actually, let's let's use Mario Kart. Imagine I'm a speedrunner for Mario Kart, mm-hmm. and I have a cart that has the world records for every single trial run on Mario Kart, mm-hmm. and I put in all the effort. And you look, you pop this cart into there, you into your N64, and you can see that all the times for what I put down are in there. The reason that is not that can't be considered an NFT is because it has a tangible value. It has a there's only one version of it. I can put again probably t- rip the ROM out and put it up everywhere, and that could be sold as an NFT. But the actual cart you have as a physical thing, only one of it exists. Yeah. Especially if you do something to the cart, like sign it or something. Yeah. The ROM inside of it can be passed around like an NFT as a non-fungible token, but the actual card itself where it came from, where all my rights are from Mario Kart, that's where all the value is. Now, if I were to erase the cart or the battery in that died, then what does that say about the ROMs? They, there are, there's a million copies out there. Yeah, but are they are they worth anything anymore? No, because the, the original it, doesn't exist. Because what because what made it special in the first place was that there was only one of it. Exactly, and 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 whatever it contained had some actual effort and uniqueness to it. Yeah, and now that that's gone, you have the copies, but who's going to pay for it? Yeah. An even better example, because I use speedrunning as an example. What if all my records were broken, or what if just one record was broken? Like you, you, and now you, the you, world you dreamed yeah. it. Like you, you fucking like lied and and cheated. And <laughs> yeah, like or what if I'm such an asshole and they found out I'm a cheater, oh. and I misinterpreted the rules. And your name is and Billy then the Mitchell. Car- <laughs> 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 oh. What like what the what made it special were those records. Now those records don't count by anyone who gives a shit about those records. Are they still worth something because they're still in the cart? Probably not. Probably not. Not to anyone who cares. But uh, you know what I can tell you with that example. People who don't understand how this works will still see value in it because yeah. they initially paid money into it, and it's still going to go into circulation despite. The fact is completely worthless. And that is why I have an issue with NFTs. Because there is no value. It's just people who think that because this has some crypto attached to it, that they can sell it for more crypto. 
and the people who who are buying it who don't know there's no value, they're giving the crypto anyway. It's just people passing the same $10 back and forth between each other, thinking that they'll magically get more money out of nowhere. The, it's pretty eye-opening, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, so, Claudia, if someone has an NFT that they mm -hmm. want to send us, where can they do so? Oh, uh, glad you asked. They can send us their favorite NFT of a 12 by 12 square of losses <laughs> balls at webcastrelief at gmail.com. So if I had, so like when I take this really high fidelity picture of my balls and then zoom it in till it's a 12 by 12 pixel grid offset balls, I would send them to webcastrelief at gmail.com. <laughs> well, we have something more valuable being sent to our our webcast relief at jml.com email address. Can we get and that, that is questions? Can we get that email as an NFT? I don't think so because I'm not because if that that would be a security hazard. Yeah, probably. Unless we signed up with NordPath, they're not sponsoring us, so I can't really do that. No, well, not this. this. They're not an affiliate. For this one. They're 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 an affiliate for the whole channel, but not for like the podcast specifically. Yeah. Anywho, yet, yet, <laughs> I can't I can't wait to I can't wait to do an ad read one of these days. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <clears throat> anyway, we got a first question from Rick, from our good friend Why Not, and they said, "What is an unsolved mystery or unsolved crime that you want to be solved? It could be as broad or as specific as you like." Or as known or unknown as you like, like from missing four hundred one one or to the Zodiac Killer. Funny, I think this was sent to us before we found out the original identity of the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so the, the whole uh, real quick before we answer the question, the whole thing about the Zodiac Killer is the funniest thing. Like, well, it's tragically funny because yeah. the dude has not been quiet about it whatsoever. The funniest thing is that he's just been spending his entire time before he got caught talking the mad shit about other serial killers. To I, his technique is sloppy. Like, like he, online, like <laughs> the dude has a digital footprint. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just find it hilarious. Oh my god. Okay. So. Uh, okay, so funny, so fun thing about me, hmm. I spend way too much time watch, looking up like conspiracy theory videos ever since I discovered Wendigoon. Hmm? So like, I've got plenty of mysteries from like um, stuff that's been like uh, like unsolved mysteries for like murders to like video game mysteries about like why this thing was included in the game when it shouldn't have been. Hmm. Like things that are unanswered by developers and still going unanswered because we can't answer because like the original developers are dead now. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle. There's like one mystery I've always wanted to know, and ever and it's and it's brought to my forefront since I was watching Wendigoon again. Mm. Are you familiar with Hollow Earth, Lasse? Is it not the 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 uh, conspiracy theory that in the Earth's core there is another like world, but it's like upside down and is on the the on the surface of the Earth, or however you say it. Yeah, basically. Uh, she's 
fucking okay so um uh our, our friend in the chat knows where we're going to and basically i'm just gonna talk about it where are the giants i want to know if they were actually real about the giant human skeletons i want to know if they were fake i want to know about every human species that was evolved that didn't come around we know about like neanderthals and shit but I want to know about every single Amer like every single version of humanity. What happened to them? Where are we? Did we just really wipe them out? Are they actually fucking in Agartha? There's like this place in the middle of like uh, the Ukraine where they like go down. The it's like this unassuming cave, but you go down. There's like catacombs everywhere, and if you go to the end of it, there's like this cliff. And according to like the people who were there, they were they pissed. They were pissed scared. But, like, at the bottom of the cliff, there were these people who looked like aliens and giants peering up at them and screaming. I want to know definitively. I don't want this shit that's, pop that's probably fake. It's probably definitely fake, but I want to know for sure, definitively, what the fuck. Hmm. I want to know if there are giants. Um, so, <laughs> so what's a mystery you want to know? Uh, so I have uh, two. Uh, one of them. Is, so uh, shocking to a lot of people, uh, apparently, uh, is that we are, we actually do know the real identity of Jack the River. Mm -hmm. Apparently, people didn't know that, but we we, we do. Some Polish guy. Um, but I remember, uh, like I had to uh, look into him for a a presentation in college, and I remember there was this one part where they were fucking absolute goddamn certain that they had Jack the River dead to rights in his apartment. And they broke into his his apartment where they... So they had... Basically, they had had a cop stationed out on the back of, of the house. Like, they had basically surrounded the entire building. And someone had seen a, a silhouette in the window of Jack's apartment. And then... Uh, he was standing there, and then the police came and stormed Jack the Ripper's apartment, and he was gone. Mm -hmm. And there was like all these kind of things where, that, like, uh, you know, was related to to uh, to Jack the Ripper's crimes, but he was nowhere to be found. No one to this day knows how the fuck he got out of there. That's one of the things I want to know. It, it it is probably somewhere because I haven't looked into this since um, after his true identity got figured out. Um, but the one that I actually do want to find out, uh, uh, which is the number two one, is what happened at Neverland Ranch. Did mm. Michael Jackson touch those kids inappropriately? I don't think he did, but I'm also a massive Michael Jackson fan, so I'm one of the most biased people in the world. I would, I, I want answers for that one, because I'm so fucking sick and tired of you just breaking it down. To, don't stop this scared enough, and then suddenly someone like bursts in the door and is like, "Did you know that he maybe kind of probably I don't know based on a fucking ten year old testimony, uh, maybe he touched these kids." 
God, I was in elementary school when I first heard about that. Well, he was declared not guilty. I actually didn't know that that, that actually happened, but I still, you know, like, I want answers so I can go, no, you shut up! It's right here! No! <laughs> it's too big of a story. None of it matters until there's super hard evidence. There's going to be money involved in saying he did and telling a story, even if you're making shit up. Well, that's why I yeah. want, like, that evidence. I want that proof that that you can't get around. It's just like, no. Shut the whole mouth. <laughs> look. Look, Google showed me his balls, but the little boy isn't touching it. He's not making an NFT of his balls. So is he really touching them? Yeah, if there's not an NFT of it, there's no evidence that uh, Michael Jackson touched those kids. <laughs> Although that's funny, because if if the NFT points to nothing, then is the NFT worth anything at all? I don't know. What's more valuable, an NFT of Michael Jackson's balls or Les's balls? Well, again, I'm going to tell people that it's a zoomed-in picture of uh, Megan Fox's forehead. <laughs> MJ is more famous, so there'll be more of them. Losses will be rare. <laughs> that is the one leg up in my life that I will have <laughs> Is that the NFT of my 12 by 12 picture of my balls will be rarer and thus more worth than Michael Jackson's? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love this. I, this is a great podcast to come back to. Yeah. Uh, uh, that seems to be like the only. Uh, question we've gotten so far. The other th- emails we got were like somebody asking us to like sign up to this website, and I'm like, no thanks, I'm good. Okay. Um, he's been struck by a ball criminal. Bang bang, da dang dang, da dang dang, da dang dang, and then you flash your dick. Pew! Um, <laughs> Cloudy, what are you gonna do? Uh, until next podcast, what do you got uh, on I'm your schedule? Uh, I've got to go to work uh, next Wednesday. Next Tuesday, I have a I have another D and D game which we started picking back up since it came back last yesterday. Oh, I have like oh god, we had a lot of weird shit that happened. I I, mean, I might talk about it on the podcast next week just because it, it's it's been fun. Uh, what about you, Lassa? What's on your docket? Uh, well, well, first of all, I want to ask: Have you made any headway with Devil May Cry? Uh, not yet. Okay. I, well, well, I, I spent like 10 minutes watching the beginning, and that was like the hype of shit I've ever seen in a okay. while. The, the music's amazing. Okay. Uh, but wh- then I had to put it down because I had to go back to work. Okay, what, uh, beginning, uh, are we talking about the van? Or? or I, I saw what? like, I, I saw like the opening cutscene before you press start. I don't know. Because I, I had to go back to work as soon as I, oh, I put in Devil May Cry 5 into the PS4. I, I don't even remember which one that is, but uh, all right, because uh, I'm going to 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 keep asking you about that because I I I need someone to to gush with me. Um, don't worry, don't worry. Like uh, next podcast, um, this weekend I'm gonna try to play it as assu- if assuming that I don't have to work another like I shouldn't have to rush, but like I'm planning to tonight play a little bit of Don't Make Cry so I have something to talk about on the podcast. We do that every night. That's what I want to do. That's my goal. Same. Uh, as okay. for uh, what I'll be doing, uh, 
I'm going to be uh, playing Devil May Cry 5 because uh, I've been uh, teasing a little bit, but I'm planning on making a show and tell of Devil May Cry 5. Uh, so I'll obviously need the footage for that. Um, um And uh, I've been looking into just like making my streams on Twitch better. Uh, if you're watching the stream now or watching the video once we upload that, you will also see that the picture of me is much more higher fidelity and that's because I got a new camera for that. Uh, there's all these like neat little effects and quality of life things that I'm trying to do. So I will probably be streaming more in the future just because I need something to do and I can't be working on webcam relief uh, all the time. I'm probably also yeah. going to be looking in like, I'm, I'm just gonna be, I, I don't know if I'll have more time or less time than when I was like working full time now that I have to like go and look for work um but i've also started a gym i went there the first time today so uh hey. you know uh, just because like do something with my time because I, I i found out like during this week here like yesterday and the day before that i cannot just sit and and <laughs> and, and play video games and and my, my friend ellis has been on my shit that i always work and and i don't know how to rest so i'm trying to also relax but I also need something to do other than other than the work kind of relief. So, uh, yeah, the, the, you can expect more streams, if nothing else. Um, and uh, I was honestly thinking of doing some streams of Apex Legends, but I can tell that I will have to figure something else out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, also, obviously also working on the next work kind of relief. We're currently up to the point where we're dealing with the strips that the idea guys influenced. So mm -hmm. uh, that is uh, tragic as shit uh, to read through. Also because like it's a completely different like structure. It's basically just mm -hmm. now a picture and then like an entire page of text. I don't know how I'm going to make that funny for the review, but we will have to see. Uh, you can probably like... If you want, you could probably make it one of your shorter videos and just like condense it. Yeah, I I like, I, I, I do think that this one is going to uh, also just because there's that there's less pages in in yeah. in in this volume. So I do think that it's going to be one of my shorter videos, which you know I, I'm also interested in seeing like how will that do compared to all the other ones? Because uh, I am still in the process of just like trying out different new stuff with uh, the webcam relief um plus i may or may not have a little arrangement with my old workplace that i've allowed them to borrow some of my uh, soft boxes for lighting uh, for for their video shoots and then i think i am also allowed to borrow their camera to shoot uh, the webcam relief with so hopefully we, we will still keep the 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 good quality not 4k Cause holy shit, that took uh, ages to render. Uh, but at least now I can say I have a 4K video on my channel. But probably just 1080p, yeah. 60 frames per second. <laughs> Sounds fine. Sounds honestly not as insane. I'm glad. Yeah. Oh my god. Came out beautiful though. I can't even lie. Oh, thank you. Um, my computer was coughing the entire time, and this is a pretty new <laughs> computer. But uh, yeah, uh, that wasn't fun uh so yeah none of that any uh, until i get like a, a new graphics card 
Okay. Oh god, I need a new one too. I, I still have a fucking Firewire W five one zero zero because I got it for like two hundred bucks on like super cheap, and I told myself I was gonna upgrade it immediately, and I never did, and now I'm suffering. Yeah, because now everyone is using all the coolest GPUs for crypto mining, and then we come all full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I think with that, it's a good place to end today's uh, podcast. We, we had a good time. I would say so. Um, you can download this podcast and try and sell it as an NFT. I do not care at all. But if you manage to do so, please send us some money. Honestly, if you do if you do sell it as an NFT, please tell us who the fuck you sold it to. Yeah, who the fuck is dumb enough to buy this as an NFT instead of a 12x12 12 12 picture of my balls? See you guys next week. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.